This is episode 112 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Have you ever wondered what in the world is going on up inside that brain of my child? Well, today you get a rare treat. I interviewed a child, a sixth grader from my school. I was able to get permission from his parents to interview him for this podcast. And he has an amazing story of what he, uh, his journey through the times of COVID, how he felt, and he shares a message to parents. That's right. He shares some tips with you. This is a treasure of an episode, and I know you'll enjoy it as much as I do. And as you listen, take careful note to the transformation that begins to occur in Andrew's life. He talks about where he was in third grade, how, where his mindset was, and what really, truly made a difference moving forward. Take a special notice to the relationship building and the, uh, the, the different steps that he took. It's a lesson for us to know how kids work and to remind us how very important it is for us to meet our child where they're at. That restorative practices like check-in and check-out and all the things that we do as educators and the hard work that we do as parents, it's making a difference. The child needs us to be there, present with them. And for all practical purposes, Andrew's journey in life is just beginning. He's just beginning to lay the foundation. And no doubt he's still going to have many twists and turns moving through the teenage years. But the building blocks of his life are going to keep stacking and stacking to make him the man that he wants to be. And us as parents, we get to be a part of that journey with our kids, our little adults in training. And remember, you can always check out my show notes right below this episode to get lots of helpful links. Or run over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com. Now, let's get started. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home, and with the people you love. Gives us a little countdown. Yep. Hello, welcome to the podcast. And today I am welcoming a very special guest. I have Andrew with me today. And Andrew is a student. He's actually in sixth grade, right? Yeah. Yep. You've been, you get to hang out with me today and we're just going to have a conversation because uh, I think it's time for the world to hear a little bit about your story. I've been able to hear your story and watch your story and I wanted the world to hear it. So um, do you remember how long ago it was when we first met? Probably like in third grade around there yeah around third grade you were referred to me i think by your teacher yeah i'm almost positive and what was going on in your life back in third grade mm, 
used to get in trouble a lot, and I used to go to the um, office a lot, and like, um, I used to like get a lot of citations and referrals and have detention all the time. It meeting with you, I could see in your eyes that you wanted to stand out in the crowd. Did you you wanted to be different? And yeah, yeah. I mean, t is that kind of the re tell me some of the reasons why you were getting into so much trouble? Well, because like what you think? Yeah, I wanted to be different than other people. What they do, and um, I really didn't like to be the same as other people. And, yeah, and I just wanted to like like at that time, like I just wanted to do like I didn't care, I didn't want to listen. Um, and I started hanging out with kids that I should have hanged out with when they were in sixth grade and I was in third grade. So, yeah, it was a bad decision for me to hang out with those kids. And not only were they in sixth grade, but they were sixth graders that, were, uh, that weren't doing things you were proud of, now that you look back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where your mindset just thought, I want to be different, so I'll just get in trouble. So what kind of punishments were they giving you again? Um, detention, um, lunch in the office. I stayed in the office for like a long time in there. So, in your opinion, did any of those punishments actually work? Mm. No. I mean, did it did it make you want to change? No. No. It's just like basically fun. You could be like in the front office, and you could watch like cars and like guess the cars and like look at what the office people do, you know, just and do like watch people come in. Yeah. I remember you telling me you were like, cool, I get to go to the office. Yeah, I would love to go to the office. <laughs> and so then you're sitting in front of me and things starting to change. Yeah. They, they did. And why was it that you, right away we had a connection, and I am your counselor, I know that, but what was it about coming to counseling that you liked? I liked that um, I was able to talk to somebody, share my emotions. And, um, about yeah, it was curious about the bad thing and um, all the things I've fallen into, I love to express it with you. And you did a great job doing that. Yeah. I mean, you were one of those that after a while, you would come find me. If I didn't find you, you would find me. Yeah. And you wanted to have that. Now, I got that feeling that maybe you, you were beginning to think, maybe there's a different way to be different besides being bad. Yeah. Yep. And I remember particularly the day that you were like, I want to become better. And I talked to your teacher at that time. Now, this was all the way back in, what, fourth grade? Yep. Yeah. When, um, we started getting to um, cancel. But before school canceled, you could have gone either way. You were either going to hang out with the people that were now in seventh grade. You were either going to go down that road or you were going to go down the road of better. Mm -hmm. And then March of 2020 happened. Yep, COVID came. COVID came to our to, uh, the whole dang world. And our area in California was hit hard. Um, it was hit hard and everything in all of our world changed. But yep. your world changed on a completely different level than a lot of people. You know, the majority of the people you talk to probably just are like, oh yeah, we were sick, we were inside, or we weren't sick, we just had to stay inside. But COVID hit, we went out of school, and shortly after that, what happened? Um, after that, my aunt died in um, April. Um, about a month away from her birthday, and um, it was cr she came out like on the news. She came out on the newspaper, and um, why why was she in the news newspaper? 
because uh, she had died from COVID. She had died from COVID. But she was on. one of the young people that have died from COVID, and the and she worked in Riverside, and the place where she worked at, um, she she was a nurse, and um, she got COVID from the people that were from that were there. The so, older people. Yep, the older people that she would take care of. Yeah, and I remember that I looked at that news article of there said a young person in our county died of COVID. And I looked and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I can't believe that. And what I didn't know is that your aunt lived with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that change your world at that point? I, I just didn't really care at that time. I just like was so like depressed at that time. So I was just not worried about anything. I was just worried about the past that I just had. And then we talked a little bit online, a little bit while you oh, were yeah. doing. It was tough, but we were, we, I was online counseling and you were online school and we were trying to make connections and we were trying to talk. Yep. And I would just see such a sadness in your eyes every time we talked. You were trying to fight through it. Mm -hmm. And then we were, a, we were a few months away from coming back. Um, my, um, my grandma died from COVID basically a year after my aunt died. Which is um also my grandma is the daughter of my aunt, so basically um they both died from COVID, and it was worse when she had COVID because for her it was, she had a kidney failure and um it hit her harder. And the day when she went to the hospital, um they told her, and she didn't know the day that she went to the doctor, they told her that she had um she had a uh, COVID and something bad in her lungs that was not good and it was an easy infection for her kidneys. Yeah. And talk more about that during that time. It was a year ago, right? It was about a year yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a year ago. It's like a year and a couple of days. Yeah. And and talk more about I mean, cuz your grandma was a huge person in your life. She lived with you as well, am I right? Mhm. Mm yeah. Yep. She lived with me. What what were you? I mean, you helped her, you saw her. Do you remember anything about those last days? Yeah. Um, she would always try to keep me busy, for sure. Like, I wouldn't be able to do a single thing. Like, she would, she would call me on the phone. Well, she's, she's Mexican, so she, we would talk in Spanish. And so she would call me on the phone, and she would, um, she would tell me to, um, she would tell me to go water the plants, and she would be outside right now. She wouldn't let you. Yeah, she yeah. she would keep me busy for sure, <laughs> and she would be outside in the wheelchair watching me plant the um put water in the plants, or whatever else you needed to yep, do. Yep, right? whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and if it wasn't one job, she'd keep you busy on the next job. Yep. <laughs> and she 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 knew you, you know, and I yeah. remember a little bit about how you started realizing that she prayed for you a lot. Yep. Yeah. Because when you saw me, you were a completely different kid after going through COVID. You yeah. were one of the only children in our in our school that I know of that had a double death in the same house in the same, you know, uh, in the same home. And you here you were, like with this blank look. Uh -huh. You know, when I saw you before, you came in confident. You may have been doing something bad, but you were like owned it. Like, yep, I did that. <laughs> you know, and you were like asking me questions constantly. If you had questions about any book that I had out. Like, what's that? What's that about? And we just talked about it. We talked about everything, right? Yep. And when you came back, you were silent. Mm-hmm. 
I was a different kid, the Pepsi kid, angry kid, quiet kid. Um, no, I didn't at that time. I didn't have a lot of strength, and I wasn't be I wasn't able to focus a lot. You really weren't. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even barely focus on what we were talking about. I, I couldn't focus on my own house because I was um, I didn't even control. Um, I didn't have control of myself, so um, I got overweighted. Yeah, because you're like I can't even think about what I eat right now. Yep. Yeah, and. We sat down, and we were like, whoa now. I wanted to know right away, what type of stuff did you do when your grandma was alive? And that's when we discussed some of the stuff you just said. Yep. It, it was so amazing, because I remember the light in your eyes as we, you started saying, I said, what was different? What are some of the things that happened when you were with your grandma that doesn't happen now? Do you remember remembering all those things? Yeah. Yeah. And you started telling me about her garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She she cared about her garden a lot and all her plants. And you started telling me about, then we'd realized the busyness. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I remember you turned to me and you're like, I haven't been busy like that since she died. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really kind of, it's really bored without her. And, like, you basically don't have nothing to do. So my next question to you was, is there anything you could do, just a couple of things you can do that you used to do then to help you be busy? Because it sounds like your grandma would want you to be busy if she was here. Mm -hmm. And so right then and there, we made a list of the things that you might be able to do. Yeah. And I think I felt like the next day and the next couple of days, things changed. Yeah. Every time I saw you, you were telling me something more you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember so some of the stuff you did? Um... I water plants to take care of my grandpa more. Um, I'll, I'll, and yeah, I started reading the Bible like she did, and yeah, like, like, not too many days from today, um, I found um, we were cleaning up the house, and there's this place in my um house that we have, and um, I found a Spanish Holy Bible that um I was beginning to read. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Something helped you to decide to do something different mm -hmm. the fight in you came back but in a totally different way yeah. because you knew you didn't want to be that person that you were that was getting in trouble yeah what what changed because then see all this time went by this is where you were at you were ready to to, to make some changes and then i saw you at the beginning of sixth grade yep. i went from getting trouble the first and then moving up all the way to getting like becoming more things Becoming a leader of the school. You've really had some huge leadership moments, haven't you? Yeah. Do you remember, I mean, you came up to me right away. You had already decided the first day. Do you remember what you told me when you came up to me one of the first days of, of sixth grade? Um, I think it was, I'm in sixth grade. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you also said, I'm not messing around. I already told my mom. I'm yeah. doing my work. I'm going to stay busy. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> you were like, I've already decided. Well, tell us about the amazing thing that you were able to do this year that's never been done. Um, I made a basketball team. It was your brainstorm. Do you remember when you first thought of it? Um, yeah, I was, um, I just really loved playing basketball at that time, and I see a lot of people play basketball in the playground, and, like, they, they get in trouble after having a lot of people on the team. So, um, yeah, I just decided to um, make a basketball team because I loved it, and a lot of students love it, too. Just for four, um, for fifth and um, sixth grade, and yeah, I made a, I made um, a lot of team. We made teams and sort of teams. Yeah. You came to me with this idea, and I said, "Go to Mr. Knapp. 
And I didn't think you would. I didn't think you actually would do it. I thought, no kid actually does that. But you, not Andrew, you went up there and you pitched it to the vice principal. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say to get him to be like, get on board? Do you remember? Because you had to sell it. Oh, gosh. I wish I would have been there. I wish so badly I would have been there like a fly on the wall to hear you being like, I have this idea, blah, 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 right? Yeah, because I would be at the end of the year of fifth grade, I would be with Mr. Nap a lot. Because yeah. I used to, I would do check-ins with Miss Lake Dope and then Mr. Neff would be on the other room to, with my friend. So, um, yeah, we would be talking a lot. And then now, uh, this year, the beginning of this year, um, we started um, doing a lot of, like, talking like we did last year. And then I just told them um, about me, uh, if we can create a basketball team. And he um, he agreed of it because cause he did it in his own school. So he um, he know how to set it up and everything. And um, I present to uh, student council, I present about my project, I have slides and everything, and I had to present to like a lot of kids, about 200 kids up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because Mr. Knapp agreed, it started, your dreams started becoming reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was thankful that I made it because everybody, like, they love basketball, so they, they thought it was a good idea for me to do that. Now everybody's telling me, oh, can you make a soccer t- Oh, can you make a handball? And like, they're already, they're already telling me. Because since, since I talk to Mr. Knapp and we do uh, basketball and things, so um, he thinks like, so he they think that I'll, uh, I'll tell them and we can make another thing happen. You're the man that makes things happen. Yep. They're like, oh, I know where to go. Go talk to Andrew about it. He can make it happen. He has the end with Mr. Knapp. Yep. <laughs> But Mr. Knapp did develop a relationship with you, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, if it was like you didn't even know him, you yeah, I didn't know him because he came. He pretty came. Yeah, but you would have felt a little weird if he wouldn't have spent the time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you felt comfortable enough to talk to him, and it was a go. I, I don't even know how they got the jerseys, but before you know it, you guys all have teams. Everyone's broken into teams with cool names. Yeah, and like Suns, Kings, Clippers, um, Warriors, Lakers. Yeah. And then Blazers, even, even kids that I never seen play on the playground basketball before, they signed up. Yep, kids that really don't have nothing to do to play and like they get in trouble, like, they decided to do something good for them and signed up for um, my season. Yeah, and before you know it, we had a whole league going on. Yep, we had a whole. Do you crazy. remember? Do you remember the announcements? Um. Yeah, <laughs> it was like um, Mr. Napple come off and it would be like da 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 da. Here's your sports event, and I'll be, he'll be like, tomorrow or today is um, Kings versus the Suns, or and he'll be like, tomorrow uh, the Lakers are playing against the Blazers. Yeah, and then kids would show up to watch you guys. Yeah, the, yeah. oh, the first day, everybody was crazy. They were watching, and everyone was, like, cheering, and, mm-hmm. yeah, all the way down to the final four and everything. Yep. Yep. It was so fun. What a great memory. Yeah. But then, it was about that same time that you found another extremely amazing, it's not a hobby anymore. Now, it's like a future career, quite possibly. Mm-hmm. How, tell us about what your, your new passion. Um, my new passion is um, a barber. Yeah. Um, I'm beca- well, I'm basically, I'm a barber. 
I could do a lot of things, like things that a barber. Yeah, a barber. Like yeah. a, yes, you guys are hearing right. We have a sixth grade barber. This is the way that when you take somebody who just wants to be different and is willing to get in trouble to do it, and they decide to do things for the good, they teach themselves how to be a barber. Yeah, and that's basically what you did, or anything else. But this time it was a barber. How did you get? How did you even get passionate about this? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And I started learning about all the things about it. And now, right now, I could do a lot of things. Fades, taper. I could do seven different kinds of fades. I could do three kinds of kinds of tapers. I could do molars. I can do a lot, more, a lot of things. Yeah. And do you do your grandpa's hair? Huh? Yeah. 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 I do. <gasps> your grandpa gets I, a free haircut. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have to pay. Does he pay you anyways? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of him. <laughs> What a nice grandpa. But if he didn't want to pay, you'd probably do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're talking about all of the stuff that you've learned. He, 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 um, he, he felt he, he likes what I'm doing. He doesn't want me to, like, do other bad things. And he's just, um, following my passion. He's following your passion? Well, like. He's one of your biggest fans. Yeah. I wouldn't say, like, he's going to, like, do it too. No. But he's, like, he's, like, move. he likes what I'm doing and he's, like. Say. He's it's a, like he's your cheerleader. He's agreeing with me, yeah. yeah. He likes what I'm doing. He, he's like following, you know. I totally feel you. Yeah. And then you've got like people coming to you and like, you know, I saw your Instagram post. You're like putting it out there. Five, ten bucks, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Five bucks, just come and I'll cut your hair. Yep. I'll leave you line up, line up everything included just for five dollars. Yeah. Do you, and, and, like, do you have more than one of your, I mean, how did, what are they called? Clippers and trimmers and foil shavers? Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, just a little bit. We only have a few minutes left to talk about that, but you started with just one, but now you Oh, have a, yeah. I started with some Walmart clippers. Yeah? And then I started off with the senior, which, um, my go cord one, and then from there I, I moved on to, um, a senior, too, but it's cordless, and it's, like, a professional one. And like I have another clipper, which is a good clipper. And then I have two trimmers. I have a like I have this good brand, Baby Loose. And um, I have another brand, which I don't know what it's called. What's your favorite one? My my senior. Yeah. Yeah. What you just used to how it works or whatever? Yeah, I lo I like it. Does it keep? Does it get a clean cut? Like it just clean along the neck or how do you? Yeah. Know? Yeah. It cleans. And then like my mom, that. And then my, 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 my blade, which is um, my blue crisp blade, it says it's blue and gold. Like the blade part is gold and then the, like the holding is it's blue. Um, yeah, it's like, and then at the blue it says crisp and it's like, it's one of my favorite. Um, That's blades. sweet. And now, I mean, I seriously kind of think like you're, you're, you're like you said, you're a barber. Like yeah. that's where you're, so. Why don't you tell me, um, I follow you on Instagram, but yeah. what if other people want to follow your story and, your, and watch your progress on in Instagram? Um, so, I tell you my Instagram? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my Instagram is Andrew underscore Barber, or is it? Andrew. He's um, going to look it up right now for you guys. Uh, sorry, guys. Actually, if you go back, you can kind of see your... It's, your... Um, it's Andrew underscore Barbaco, which is um, lowercase a, A-N-D-R-E-W underscore capital b a r b e r c o barber co barber co perfect and then if you go on one of my highlights you can see like my 
um, my highlight called Barber. You can see my 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 stuff. How I started from low clippers to big professional clippers. And um, what happens if they're in your local area and they want to? Oh, bro, just call me up. Just go on my DMs. And, um, we can set up something. Probably go in my shop. Right, right. Maybe, yeah. Well, I told you, like, you're going to have to come back on the podcast once the shop opens. Yep. We'll, like, go there and record or The something. shop and uh, probably a place where I'll start working at probably in a couple weeks, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so to get the experience. So, it wouldn't just be at my house. Yeah, it can just be at a specific place that's in my Instagram. Um, it's the, There's an address on my Instagram, which you guys can see, and that's the place where I'm going to be starting to work at. I am at my age. I am. I mean, that takes a lot at yeah. your age, because there's and she people. Agree, she agrees. The the person that works there. Wow. She agrees, and she will let me work there. Wow. You know, that's your passion right there. You, mm-hmm. but you had to ask. Yep. Yeah. This is a story of, of to me of transformation, because you were always a go getter. You were born a go getter. Mm-hmm. You were born with everything in you to succeed. Yep. The question is, what were you going to do with it? You can succeed at doing things that are wrong, or you can succeed at doing things that are right. And you know both sides. Yeah. Or you can not succeed at nothing, and that's when depression happens, right? Yeah. Because of what's around you, yep. right? But now that you know both sides, and you're getting a taste, even at this age, of what it feels like to live up to your potential, what message would you tell other kids that... Um. Like how I used to be. Yeah, kids that well, let's talk kids that are struggling, and they're like, man, just just move on. Don't focus about life that much. Don't focus about the future past. That's what I did. I didn't focus too much on it, and I focused on things that I wanted to do and come accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. And what if they feel like giving up, or they feel like it doesn't matter, like you did in third grade? Like, what would you say to your third grade self if you had a chance to motivate him? Myself. Well, or any kid, because you, you I mean, you, you have not, that to do, do not do bad things that would get you in big trouble and cause things that would not go well. Yeah. And how, what advice would you give the person sitting out there right now that feels like, I need to find my motivation, like, I'm stuck. I'm just, like, sitting here in a depressed state. Don't just say you're stuck, like, you know, everybody moves on, like, it just takes time sometimes. It just takes time. Like, er- everybody can do it. So, e- like, everybody can do it. Like, you can become whatever you want and do not fall into a state like that. And sometimes we are, but it's okay. They can, mm-hmm. You can it's move okay. forward. Everybody yeah. goes through it. Now, here's advice of, from a sixth grader to the parents out there. What do you think parents need to know about what kids go through today? Um... Just think of it how you were a kid. Just think of it like how you were a kid. Like, your parents would be like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's breaking up or, like, depression. They'll be like, just get over it. Don't, you know. Well, think about yourself like that when you're a little kid. Think about how your kid is now. Just think, just think back how you were as a little kid and your parents didn't care about your emotions. Think about it how your son would feel too. Yeah. Or children. So put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that would make a big difference if more parents put themselves in their kids' shoes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I 
I want you to know publicly to anyone that hears this is that I am personally inspired by your journey. Your journey of uh, where you've come with your actions and where you came from losing people in your life and dealing with yeah. the feelings of, of grief and loss and where you've grown up now. Isn't it just recently you guys were able to finally have a proper funeral for yeah. your aunt? And, did it was, and it was like a dual funeral. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a proper goodbye. Yep, I had a proper goodbye. Yeah. And the thing is, is that then you have chosen a path that's leading towards success. Mm -hmm. I absolutely have no doubt in my mind that you are going to continue to navigate your life in such a way where it's just going to keep on creeping forward. And sometimes you're going to come across a challenge, but you're going to use the same skills that you have already learned to push yourself right through that challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are some of the inspiring things that I think of when I work with you. And um, we'll meet again, okay? I'm going to bring you back on again, and we're going to talk. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing with us today. You're welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed my story. Yep. And um, thanks, Miss Chris, for bringing me on this um, podcast and for helping me. <laughs> uh, we'll cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> cut. <right>. Cut. <laughs> we did it. Ah. All right. That was really fun interviewing Andrew. To interview somebody that we had just been talking in a counseling arena at school and then move it into an interview. It was awkward at times, but I was so glad he was willing because you can see what I mean. His story is worth sharing. Every single one of our children are going through their own journeys and their own, they, they're writing their story. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode. You can go to my website, thefocusedmindset.com under contact me. You could tell me all about it. And if you had something that you'd love to share, another way is you could leave me a review under Apple podcast. There's a place where it has the five star review on the show page. All you have to do is head over there and then look where it says, leave a written review. I read every single one of those. You can let me know that you listened to this episode. Tell me what you loved about it. I love hearing from you and I hope you guys go out and have an absolutely amazing day until next time. Keep in touch and take care.